0: Talk Radio. Good morning, all you animal people out there, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and I am so glad you've joined us today. I've invited some really fun guests onto the program. First up will be Megan Blake from Air Hollywood Canine Flight School. This is a company that trains dogs using movie-type sets to be comfortable on airplanes and terminals and in all the unusual situations they may find themselves in during travel. It's a truly unique training facility, and you're definitely going to want to hear all about it. Then, after our halftime break, Shauna Abrams from Party Animal will be stopping by to talk about a brand-new pet food product that is all-natural and grain-free. It sounds like wonderful pet food, and with so many dogs suffering from pet food allergies, this might be the perfect product for sensitive canines. So keep your radio tuned to AM 1260 to find out more, and we'll be right back after a very quick message here on K-Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome Megan Blake from Air Hollywood Canine Flight School to the program. Good morning, Megan. Thanks for joining us today. Hi,
1: Marie. I am so excited to join your show. Thank you for inviting us.
0: Well, I met some of your coworkers back at Pet Expo in April, and they gave me a bunch of flyers and just really showed me some really amazing documents from your organization, and it looks like you actually use movie sets or something to to help acclimate dogs to flying.
1: That's exactly right, and that was a cool um, show also because we had an airplane fuselage right there. In the show, and that's an example of what we do. Yes, Air Hollywood is actually a working Hollywood studio where films and television shows shoot all of their airplane scenes and airplane air, terminal interiors. Like, do you remember that funny scene from Bridesmaids where um, where the character she gets loopy and is kind of teasing the the flight attendant, the male uh-huh. flight attendant? That was shot at Air Hollywood. Ah, and yes, okay. and scenes from NCIS and almost all the television commercials that you see with airplanes are shot at Air Hollywood.
0: Okay. So we thought,
1: yes, yes, so it's really cool. It's, um, it's in, in the northeast San Fernando Valley with 60,000 square feet of airplanes and, and interiors and all kinds of fun things. And um, so we thought it would be an amazing idea to turn the, the, the Hollywood studio into a canine flight school so people could bring their dogs and, and they could learn, or their cats, their cabin pets, and okay. they can learn how to fly comfortably with their pets.
0: Wow. Now, do the, the inside of the, the plane sets, do they actually rattle and move around and make noise? Yes, they do. That's a
1: really good question because the whole point is to acclimate the, the pet and their person to the real flight experience, and the planes are simulators. So we have um, some that are on um, lifts, so they actually tilt like you're taking off, they go down like, like you're landing, and then they rattle around. Wow. So we can, um, if the dogs are too nervous, they can go out, they can relax, and they can come back in at their own pace. Or if they're doing fine, we give them treats while while the plane's rattling, and they just think it's just a fun, normal experience. So it's really cool. It's, it's like, it's fantastic. It's the only one in the entire world, too, I so we're very proud of it.
0: So I've never heard about anything like this. Now, do you guys all have to clear out when a movie is filming? Oh, yes, of course. um, (laughs) It's like booking
1: a location, you know, when you shoot a film. Um, You know, a commercial will get one section, the TV show will get another section, and if we're doing the canine flight school, we'll have the interiors and the planes that we need. So it's all done on a schedule, of course.
0: Wow. Now, how many students have you had come through so far? Well,
1: we've had one test program. One test um, seminar. We had 60 dogs that day. Wow. From, yes, and they were guide dogs. They were puppies being trained to be guide dogs, and these mm-hmm. are dogs that are very important will be very important to their people. They could be life-saving to their people. And it was extremely successful. Um, it was Guide Dogs for the Blind, and everyone gave us four stars, four paws up, <laughs> rave reviews. So it, it was it was possum. Oh, my dog, let me explain a little bit more. Um, I'm also a pet travel expert. That's how I came to be involved with Air Hollywood. Oh. My dog, Super Smiley, and I were a spokes team for Toyota for their, um, their safe travel program with pets. Okay. And, um, and my cat and I, Tootsweet the Travel Kitty, wow. we've flown over 130,000 miles together wow. because I was the pet expert on, on Animal Attractions TV, which was the number one pet series on PBS, and Tootsweet flew back and forth with me from Malibu to Florida while we were shooting, and... I started counting the miles, and it was 130,000 miles. So. Oh
0: wow, that's amazing! I wonder if she holds the record for most air miles. <laughs> I bet cat. he,
1: I bet he does. Yes, I, I'm sure he does, because people will say, "Oh, you know, I've flown like 5,000 miles with my pet," and I'm like, "Wait, wait, do you hear what Too Sweet the Travel Kitty has done?" <laughs> 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 so you're probably right, but my my dear friend Talat Kaptan, he is the CEO and founder of Air Hollywood. And when he came up with the idea for the Canine Flight School, he started Googling, um, I'm an actress as well, and he knew that, but he didn't know my involvement, my extensive involvement with animals. And so he started Googling pet travel, pet travel, and every time he would, um, my name, and Super Smiley would come up as uh-huh. this great spokes team. So, <laughs> and I already knew Talat. And he was like, he called me and said, Megan, what's up? I can't Google, you know, pet travel without your name coming up.
2: So, so he invited
1: <laughs> me. So I actually wrote the program, the training manual. Um, I'm a certified dog trainer. And... Um, and so, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start very, very soon offering classes to anyone who wants to come, whether they be people with service dogs or cabin pets.
0: Wow, that's really exciting. Do you have a general idea of what the costs will be? Yes,
1: yes, we're 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 setting the cost point um, around $450, because it will be a day-long seminar. We'll go through two times, which we think is a really, really good price, simply because it does seem affordable for people who would travel, but at the same time, this is a very exclusive service that we're offering. So I think that seems like a good a good point. Um, you know, we'll, we'll adjust it as we see what the market is, but right okay. now it's $450.
0: Okay, and when do you think this is all going to launch?
1: Well, we're hoping to do it definitely in the next Two months we I have a meeting today as a matter of fact, and we're going over all the details and then we're going to start um, putting out invitations to everybody we know and asking everyone to share air hollywood and, and may I give the website for everybody oh, definitely yes it's just very simple it's airhollywood.com and there's a tab there for canine flight school so just go there we'll have the updates there there's also an air Hollywood Facebook page we'll have updates there. And Super Smiley, who's also, may I say, he's the national spokesdog for the American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards. Ah. So Smiley Smiley is totally rocking pet advocacy and and integrating pets into people's lives. But um, Smiley has a a page as well, and he'll be doing all of his updates there at smileythedog.com, and he also has a Facebook page at Super Smiley. Oh, that's
2: that's awesome. four
1: ways you can find out about our schedule.
0: And (laughs) all of your pets are rescued, aren't they?
1: Yes, yes, they're all rescued. I, When I was a little girl, I, I just came into the world having a great affinity for animals. And for me, that's the that's the underdogs. <laughs> and, um, yes, I have two dogs. My German Shepherd was initially abandoned in the high desert and then turned into the shelter three times
0: and, y-
1: over and over and over. And she was a three-time strikeout dog, so she was going to be put down. But she's now a therapy dog. She's fabulous. She's perfect, and she's beautiful.
2: Aww. Miley was thrown
1: away twice suite was thrown out in a parking lot during an ice storm in North Carolina when he was like eight weeks old. My horse was going to slaughter, and he's a purebred registered Arabian, world champion on both sides. So we take the ones that no one wants and then we then they shine their spirits into the world and show how amazing these adopted animals are. Yay. So that's our personal mission. Yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let me ask you this. I know you're so personally into rescue and animal advocacy. Are you going to do anything with Air Hollywood as far as giving back to the rescue community? Oh, that is a wonderful,
1: wonderful question. That is definitely always on my agenda and on Smiley's agenda, and we're always speaking out for the animals. So if that, if once our financial, you know, plan and the business plan is going well, then absolutely, I would love to incorporate that, giving either um, some financial help, like I said, or even just doing shout outs for pet adoption. And wherever Smiley and I go, everyone knows that we are always advocating for pet adoption and taking care of animals. So kind of just by us being there, that's a, that's a big endorsement. For <laughs> adoption, you know what I mean? Good for you. <laughs> I
0: love hearing that. Yes. Now, I know that you're an expert in pet travel, so let me ask you this. Okay. I personally would never put any of my pets in the luggage or baggage handling area, the cargo, cargo, yeah, yeah. of, of a plane, but... I'm not sure what the limits are for taking dogs onto a plane. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes,
1: that's a very good question. If your dog is a service animal, then they're allowed access wherever you are by law, as long as they can sit in, in, with you in the seat, which basically means you want to sit in the bulk, you want to book the bulkhead so the dog can sit at your feet. Now, if your dog is not a service dog, then what the animal becomes is a cabin called a cabin pet. And that means they ride in the cabin with you, but they have to be able to fit under the seat in front of you in one of those little travel boxes. Sherpa has a great travel box, for example, and that's why Sweet Sweet Travel Kitty um, traveled so well with me. So that would mean a smaller dog. But mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with you. Air Hollywood, and I'm, I'm with them, I'm actually the one who recommended this, that we do not ever recommend putting a dog in the cargo you know, unless it's an emergency, like the entire family is moving to Hawaii, something mm-hmm. like that. But even then, if you can afford it, if you can get um, some donations, you can book a charter plane for not like, you know, not like zillions of dollars and get someone to fly your dog over like that. So even then, there are alternatives. So we don't recommend it unless it's some kind of major emergency and you okay. just cannot find any other way to do it. You know? Are
0: there any airlines that allow you to purchase a seat for your larger-sized dog? No. Uh. I, don't.
1: I I wish that there were cuz the the FA the rules are that the dog has to go on the floor in front of the person or um in un, underneath the seat. And
0: that well see that Really kind of blows me away because I could have sworn I saw a photograph in a newspaper about three or four years ago about the world's largest Great Dane that was traveling on a jet, and they had a picture of him sitting next to his owner. Maybe that was a chartered jet or something. Yeah, now it
1: could have been several different things. It could have been a chartered jet. It could have been sort of like maybe he was a service dog, and he was going to. They they may have bought out, say, like the front row of the bulkhead, but then technically he was supposed to fly on the floor. But they um did that for a publicity shot. You know what I mean? We just really right. don't know exactly what that detail was. Because you could obviously you could buy out the whole row mm-hmm. but then the dog technically supposed to sit on the floor, but that gives them plenty of room. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it seems like though the bulkhead area might accommodate a larger pet though, but it's absolutely no. I mean, is there a weight limit? Um
1: are you asking about the dogs that are not service dogs? Is that right. what you're asking uh-huh.
2: about?
1: Well, the rule, all I can do is tell you what the rule is. And the rule is that if they're not a service dog, then they become a cabin pet and they need to go under the front seat. Uh-huh. But, but here's another better. thing that, that I do want to add that sort of might answer your question. Or maybe there's the, the rules change all the time. They're usually set by the FAA, so they're mm-hmm. pretty strict. Once they're set, they're pretty strict. However, it does vary slightly from airline to airline. So here's one thing I can tell anybody flying with a pet, always, always, always double-check with the airline that you're flying with. Okay. And also find out what kind, of, what kind of airplane you're flying on, because sometimes even the cabin pet where you put the, cat, the animal under the seat, mm-hmm. sometimes that even varies. If you're on a tiny, tiny little plane, you know, sometimes it's underneath the seat places are just little places. Right, right. So you want to double check. And then one more one more tip is if you um are flying, try to if you have a really long flight, see if you can break it up with a um layover that's long enough that you can actually take your dog or your cabin pet out to, to relieve themselves outside the airport. So you just gotta think all these things. You know, they can't just run into the restroom like we can.
0: Hey, I'm wondering if you have all of these travel tips on your Air Hollywood Canine flight school website. But, they're not up, and that's because we want people to come to the school and
1: learn all these wonderful <laughs> and experience them. And there, there's more, there's more reason to that than me just saying what I said. That is kind of funny what I just said, but but you can tell someone these things, and it's really good to know it. People need to know all of this, but to come in and experience it and watch, see how you load the dog, see how you get into the seat with the dog, see how you go through security. Oh my gosh, with a cabin pet, for example. The, the cabin pet has to come out of the box, and a lot of people when you go through security and a lot of people don 't realize this so they 'll you know they 're told this they take the pet out of the box, the box goes through the the x ray machine then all of a sudden they realize they have to take off their shoes, their belt, their coat jewelry oh. and they're yeah. holding a cat or a squirming dog and so there's all this procedure that it would be really great if people want to fly if they come in and learn it hands-on so that's, that's a right
0: yeah. oh that sounds excellent let's give out your website one more time because we're just about out of time oh,
1: thank you it's airhollywood.com and you can always go also to smileythedog.com and on facebook go to air hollywood or super smiley
0: Great! Megan, thanks so much for stopping by the pet place today. This is a really cool idea, and I'm so- so glad you were able to share it with our listeners.
1: Thank you, Marie. I love your show, and thank you for inviting us.
0: Well, thank you. And we need to take a very quick Pet Place break now, but when we return, Shauna Abrams from Party Animal has news about her company's great new pet food product coming out this week that's all-natural and grain-free. So stay tuned to the Pet Place on k and we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome the president of Party Animal to the program. It's Shauna Abrams. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm so happy you could join us today. I love the name of your company.
2: Thank you. Party <laughs> <It's> a, animal. <laughs> yes, it's a fun name with a great product behind it. Well, tell me a little bit
0: about your company. How did it all start? Is it your brainchild?
2: You know, it's my husband and I, and it actually started in our kitchen uh, back in 2006. We really just couldn't figure out what to feed our dogs, and it was before all the pet food recalls, and we ended up just starting to cook for our dogs, and they were loving it, and we had friends that started asking us for the recipe and they started coming over to pick up the food we were cooking so it just kind of evolved into well let's make this into a pet food brand and we're feeding our dogs organic let's make it available to every dog that wants to you know
0: wow now tell me yeah. how how did your dogs respond to having homemade food
2: they loved it yeah oh yeah they loved it <laughs>
0: Do they All know when Q- you're
2: cooking? Oh yes, and the kitchen was on, and the you know the boiling pots were going. They knew what was going on in our kitchen for sure. They go woo they're cooking for us. Yes, <laughs> so you know, just we couldn't find anything in the store that felt comfortable feeding. There was a lot of scary things. that used to be in pet food. It's getting a lot better, but um, you know, there
0: were a lot of scary things that were going on, and and mm-hmm. right right around you know. Five or six years ago, I mean it seemed like almost every week I was getting a new press release about tainted food yep. and and these were in some pretty significant brands too. Mm-hmm. And, and you just didn't know what that what you could feed your pet safely.
2: Yeah, it was nerve-wracking, you know. You wanted to just go to bed being able to feed your pet something you felt comfortable with and it was hard to trust a lot of different and
0: products with all those
2: things exactly. coming up. Exactly.
0: And and some of the stories I I read about were just heartbreaking because the symptoms came on so quickly and just mm-hmm. would literally kill a dog or a cat within just a few hours, practically. I know. It's,
2: it's devastating.
0: And so you came up with some recipes. Tell me about some of your recipes.
2: You know, we started with just two formulas. Uh, we did an organic chicken and organic turkey. And then since then, now we have uh, ten formulas of dog food, you know, organic and natural-based. Um, And we also have a cat food line. But all of our ingredients are sourced in the U.S., organic. We use ingredients that aren't typically found in all types of dog food, you know, such as organic. Cranberries, artichokes, zucchini, (laughs) coconut oil, you know, blueberries, eggs, broccoli. So we just try to put as much fresh ingredients that we can in our product. Wow. Deliver, you know, healthy, safe pet food. Yeah, it's, and, and it's he a lot dogs, of fun. We love it. Do dogs like all those unusual ingredients? <laughs> yes. Our product is, you know, all the flavors sell equally as well, and our dogs are our, we call them the head chefs. We have three dogs, and <laughs> I know they love it because they all have different tastes, but it'll, you know, do well.
0: And you're, you're so. coming out with a brand new food called Coco
2: Licious. Yes, we just launched it last week, and we are pretty much one of the first organic canned pet food brands to have a product with organic coconut oil in it for dogs.
0: And what are the benefits of coconut oil?
2: you know there's it's extremely healthy for humans and pets alike it's a, helps with a healthy immune system uh the metabolic me, me, can't talk excuse me metabolic function bone health it the coat it does amazing things for pets coats shiny it helps with um you know just the overall it takes like shabby coats to make them shiny and glossy wow it's great for dogs with uh, flea allergies, contact dermatitis, or any other allergic reactions. You know, I've, so it's kind of, of all-in-one Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are so agreement. many benefits. It's just amazing. And we've been putting it in our dog's food at home for the last four years, just, you know, a tablespoon every day. So we were like, you know, this is so great. We see the benefits in our dogs, and we're like, this needs to be available for Pets, it's such a big thing for humans.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
2: really nothing for pets with cocoa oil in it. So,
0: Wow. And is it fattening? Do you have to make sure you're, you you go a little light on that?
2: Well, you know, the the coconut oil, it's a good fat. It's, um doesn't have any cholesterol, so it's the kind of fats that we're actually looking for okay. for dogs. So, um, but, you know, our products are all complete balance for all life stages, so the amount isn't balanced for the dog in there. But it's free of cholesterol and trans fats, which is mildly flavored and extremely uh, stable oil. So it's really great for them. Now, is this a canned food or is it
0: a dry food?
2: It's a canned food. And we have six different flavors. I don't think I've
0: ever seen it at my local pet supply store. Is this something that's uh, just now starting to become available?
2: Pocoalicious, it will be in, on shelves in stores starting late August. Okay. So it's, not, it's just coming out.
0: But what about the Party Animal line? Party
2: Animal is yes, available nationwide at independent pet retailers. Um, a lot of different Whole Foods markets carry it, Gelson's okay. markets. So, And also online at um, our website, partyanimalpetfood.com. And there's a few other ones, petflow.com and doggyfood.com also carry it.
0: Okay. Now yeah. when you and your husband decided you were gonna dive into this, did you think you were really going to turn it into a, a company or no. How, it, how did that all evolve? It, was, it
2: just kind of evolved organically. We really had no plans to start a pet food company or anything. It just kind of started with our two flavors and we had such a great response. About I think it was about six months after we launched our company. Uh, unfortunately, the pet food recall happened, so that really boosted our brand because people were looking for organic and clean foods to feed their pets. So it just started from there, and we began building, and you know, now we have <laughs> ten, ten organic original flavors and now six new flavors with Licious, and five flavors of organic cat food and wow. a dry food. So we really do it because we, it's, we're we passionate pet people.
0: And are you yeah. still cooking all this in your own home kitchen?
2: Well, new flavors that we're formulating—that's where they start. Still, before okay. we even take it to the next level with the formulating formulators and everything, it's still starting in my kitchen. Because I, you know, my dogs are my little testers, and I'll play with different ingredients and you know, different. So flavors. you have
0: you have an actual manufacturing location then?
2: Yes, it's made in the U.S. Everything's. Manufactured at wow. the plant. but um, So, this yeah, has really become
0: off. a full time uh, job for you.
2: Oh, yeah, this is our full time thing. And all of our products, we manufacture them in small batches. So, we don't produce a ton at a time for them to sit in cans for a while. We like them to go from the, the manufacturer onto the shelf so they're fresh. You know, so, we really take, put a lot of love into this. It's oh, that's our great. passion.
0: <laughs> it sounds like you really love your dogs. Are, are, by any chance, are any of them uh, rescued?
2: They all are actually. Yes. Oh, wow.
0: Well, we yeah. love to hear that. And yeah. are they from local shelters or from local rescues?
2: Um, one of them is from a local rescue. We rescued in LA. Another one is from it was a a friend found actually found our little Bijan tied up outside of the South Central Pound here in LA. Oh. Yeah, and then we have a little pug that a friend actually found um through a rescue group that needed a home so she was fostering her so we took in the pugs. So we have a pug, a little frenchie and a uh Wow,
0: and they're your official taste testers. <laughs> they
2: are the party animal official taste testers. Are they any of them. their our photos dogs? Are any
0: of their photos on your labeling?
2: Um not on our actual cans, but they all are on, they are on our website. Oh, what is
0: your website?
2: PartyAnimalPetFood.com.
0: Oh, that's pretty easy. And do you have a Facebook page, too? We
2: do. Fa- uh, Facebook, we're Party Animal Pet Food. Oh, ah, well, that's real easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. before I
0: let you go, um, I just want to, I always challenge all the businesses that are pet-related that come on the show to always remember the rescued animals and shelters. And if there's any oh, way absolutely. you can give back to them, I always strongly encourage you to do absolutely. that.
2: Absolutely. We do as much as we can. We, you know, we appreciate so much what they all do for the pets and the pet, and you know, just saving so many pets. It's wonderful.
0: Absolutely. Well, Shauna, pet nutrition is so important in keeping pets healthy and happy and living a long life. So I am Absolutely. so glad you're able to stop by the Pet Place today and talk about Coco and Party Animal.
2: Wonderful. Thanks for having me.
0: It's time to take our last break of the morning, but when we return, be ready for Pet Place news and events here on K Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place news and events. Today, from four to eight thirty PM, dogs of all shapes, sizes, and talents are being sought for the annual Dog Days of Summer talent show and competition. Prizes go to the dog who is the best kisser, has the loudest bark, is the fastest eater, does the best pet trick or Most Resembles Its Owner. The event will be held at the outdoor Fullerton Market located on Wilshire Avenue between Harbor Boulevard and Pomona Avenue. Doggy competitions and entertainment from 5 to 8 p.m. are free. For more information, call 714-738-6545 or visit www.ci.fullerton.ca.us. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org to send us your comments or suggestions for the show and see what other fun animal-related activities there are on the Pet Place calendar. Well, that's all from me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on K-Mozart. I'm Murray Hewitt. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful
2: day. Thank you.